What up, chap? Oh, not too much. What's up with you? Not a whole lot. Uh, living life, learning, loving, living. Those Live, sort love, of things. love. Yeah. Basic, basic white girl status. Yeah, with a little bit of pumpkin spice for the holidays. Oh, man, it's fall season. It's my favorite. Everything's so... It's like nothing's changing colors because we're in Southern California. The weather's only slightly different than it was two weeks ago. Very when it true. it was scorching. But... Uh, wow. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice living in a place without seasons because fuck seasons. Yeah, you know, I kind of understand the appeal for like a week, but that's about it. Like, I'll take a cold week. Yeah. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I actually... I actually really enjoy it when it's really cold out, but just a clear day. Yeah. I'm, tot- I, I'm totally down with that. But we don't get those very often. No, not at all. Yeah. Nope. Welcome to Real Nerd Hours, your favorite slice of life podcast. Uh, I'm Denzel. I'm Chet. And uh, we're here to talk about ostensibly nerd-related things. Yeah. And today it's going to be a lot of anime for me. What yeah, you got for us, chat? Mostly anime. Okay, cool. Uh, so, I guess we'll get started with uh, something that I watched, or read, rather. Oh. I read two things. Um, I'll start with the one that I liked the least of the two. Both of them are pretty mediocre, but it, I'll just start with the one that I, I'm not a huge fan of. Goblin Slayer uh-huh. is a new anime that's coming out for this season. And uh, the first episode I was really kind of fucking with. And I was just like, yo, like maybe I should just go check out the manga. This seems like real cool. Yeah, I I also watched the first episode of that on the recommendation uh by Zalora. And uh gang gang, shout out. Shout uh, outs. And yeah, I was not expecting that and I'm down. All right. At least so, thus far. <laughs> all right. Look, uh so this is gonna be very spoiler heavy. So if you're not into spoilers, don't listen. Uh, first episode features like a goblin gang rape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it, it, it starts you right off. Yeah, very. It's like in the first like ten minutes of the episode, it's very violent, and it's not that I thought that was weird. I was just like, okay, well, I'll see how this plays out because like it traumatizes the the one of the two main characters, which the creator of the show claims aren't the main characters because like the world is supposed to be the character, which will sir cir- we'll circle back around to that because mm. I've been reading the fucking manga and I've got beef with a lot of what this creator says. Not the first and only rape that appears in that. Oh, uh, that's the, good. In the first twenty six or twenty seven uh, issues or chapters chapters i don't know how it goes in manga anymore uh it's I just, volumes I just go maybe by, i just go by chapters okay so the first 28 chapters i want to say they're like there's that de- rape is definitely talked about a lot they just like slyly reference it or like don't directly say rape they say oh well uh this person was defiled by gnomes or uh gnoblins or whatever <laughs> they are one of the biggest problems that i have with this is that there are basically no stakes outside of like women being raped in the the entire book like goblins are supposed to be uh this this they're basically like ants but like far more dangerous sure they don't think very well once they have a leader that coordinates them they can be put to use to do like lots of very destructive things the world is based off of like loosely D structure Mm -hmm. so they're just basic goblins who just rape a lot yeah, standard goblin fare. Yeah, you know. So Jareth, the king thereof. 
like the, I'm not even kidding. Like if you read the manga, there's just a lot. Like the only the only stakes involved, it seems, by the author is like okay, like the goblins will take over a town and like rape and murder a bunch of women. Yeah, that's actually uh, my roommate had that criticism because I mentioned that I watched the first episode and he had read the manga prior mm-hmm. and he said he couldn't really get into it because he just didn't care. Like, yeah, there's nothing the way, to really care about the way the first episode sets you up, which I will say that the first episode is done very well. Yeah. I mean, like it's it's anime, so it's as well as it can be done. And it's not <laughs> very like emotionally impactful. It's real fucked up. Yeah. But it's not like uh, this resonates with me. Like I feel for these characters. Right. Like you don't have time to get attached to them or anything, but it was unexpected. At least for me, because I didn't know anything about the series. I was just told, check this out. So I'm like, okay, I'll check it out. It's one episode, and, you know, no real commitment there. And basically, they introduce you to a bunch of characters and kill all of them but one off. Yes. And it's not, it's not glossed over. It, you know, one girl dies by poisoning and has to be put out of her misery. One girl is gang raped. Another dude just gets fucking murked. I think that's it. But still... Yeah, he gets hacked to pieces yeah. in, in an unusually brutal fashion because you don't really see the goblins go after people like that in the manga further down the road. Okay. They're not like they, they'll they kill somebody, they'll attack somebody, but they're not like hacking them to pieces afterwards, Interesting. which is really weird. It I, could be that the uh, the anime seeks to kind of alleviate that lack of stakes by making it more brutal. Yeah, it's a possibility, but I'm the the manga is fairly brutal already. Mm. I will warn you that if violence against women isn't if it especially disturbs you, this is not not going to work out for you. Yeah. Not going to work well. Because basically the only things that happen really are like you go to different areas and then because goblins can only reproduce with human women for some reason, uh, I mean, you they, know, <laughs> they kidnap and rape women, impregnate them, and then kill them because it's weird that they don't want to just hold on to them for like baby making factory. Yeah, purposes. why not just have a broodmare? <laughs> but anyway, what you'll see a lot of in the book is like women with their arms cut off Ugh. or uh, tied to stakes and burned alive, Ugh. and in one instance carried as human shields uh, during a battle. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, they're like tied to basically big wooden boards. Like I take a, it this is the goblins using them as shields? Yeah. yeah. Be a little inhumane otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the book is, I mean, it's, it's really weird because that seems legit to be the only stakes involved. Later down the road, you start talking about like, oh, they're going to take over the world or whatever. And oh, no, this is a hobgoblin. He's fucking gigantic. Mm. And he bit off this lady's arm or whatever. And like there's the... I don't know. The The author of this is A, not a good writer. And B, like <laughs> super obsessed with like just doing awful things to women it's really really off-putting that yeah it sounds like you just talking about this this sounds pretty uh upsetting (laughs) yeah i mean there's not not to say that like yo there needs to be an equivalent for men in the book like why isn't homeboy getting his dick chopped off and like having it shoved down his throat or whatever but there's a uh, it's 
there's a disparity and it's like kind of a vacuum in the book mm. because you see you see like if you're a woman and you're an adventurer like why the fuck would you risk even coming into contact with goblins like yeah and that also i mean if this is the way of the world like if this is a known thing then why did they go out in the first place right why were those adventurers in the first episode so underprepared and like just got their shit rocked by these goblins yeah i mean granted somebody's gonna say something along the lines of oh they're new adventurers blah 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 all right time out this is this is a structured town that has like (laughs) rankings for adventurers so you don't think in the new adventurer orientation like they have a sheet of paper saying like yo don't fuck with goblins uh if you're a man you'll be murdered if you're a woman they'll do awful things to you it's 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 just repugnant shit don't go into goblin territory. Yeah. Unless you're like level 18 or whatever. But yeah, like if this is a thing, this should be known. Yes, absolutely. It's stupid. Yeah. The, the dude's like a bad writer. The only thing that I'll give him props for is that the main character, whom he says isn't the main character, we'll circle back to that, uh, is supposed to be somebody who's like Batman meets the Punisher. <laughs> except he's got like the anime Asperger's where he's just like super emotionally unintelligent and he just can't read situations for his life. And he's just like, he's not awkward and weird about it, but he's obviously one of those characters that doesn't have any like emotional ability at all. Very low EQ. Yes. Um, turn down the bass a little bit. oh oh baby uh so this guy he in one of the scenes in one of the battles you can see that he's planned out a lot or you don't see him planning but the way that the plan comes together doesn't come across as like 4d chess as it does in other anime or Mm -hmm. even some batman books where he's like 10 20 steps ahead in in goblin slayer he's like two or three steps ahead. Okay. And it makes sense. Like sure. you could, if he's been doing this his entire life and he was apparently trained by a goblin or something like that, <laughs> uh, of course he's going to know these things. Yeah. So in one particular part, he like is getting ready to sacrifice himself, but he brings the girl from the first episode with him to like fight the leader of the goblin team. That's uh, attacking his farm or whatever. He he basically fights the goblin as well as he can until the magician can show up and she kills the goblin. Okay. Which is pretty... It works out pretty well in his favor, uh, but it's still not great. Uh, it's pretty okay. Okay. And to finally get back to the world where the world is supposed to be the main character. Granted, I don't think that's supposed to be how it's phrased, but he essentially says something along the lines of these two aren't my main characters because there are no main characters in my world. Uh, the focus should be the world around them. Mm. And I was like, yo dog, that's fucking stupid. First and foremost, because your book centers around these two fucking people. You moron, (laughs) you fucking idiot. Your two main characters, literally by definition, your main characters are in every single issue. If this book was supposed to be about the world around them, why don't you do more like random shit? Like you, I just go follow other adventures, go follow some gold adventures. So the ranking system, as far as I'm aware, 
Um, there's like porcelain, ruby, sapphire, uh, bronze, uh, silver, gold, and platinum. Okay. I don't, there's something between uh, porcelain and bronze. I'm just not sure what it is. And I'm pretty sure those are the last three ranks. So the Goblin Slayer is rank silver, third highest. Okay. And he's basically gotten that despite just having fought goblins his entire existence, Ugh. which is fucking weird. And like their justification for a lot of this shit is really weak. Like, for instance, they say, oh, why doesn't the government just come out and handle the goblins? Well, the government doesn't think the goblins are a credible threat. And it's like, okay, so you're telling me that the government is willing to put some kind of funding behind the Adventurers program, but not take any of the threats as credible coming from the Adventurers? Like, what are you trying to do here? Like, the wor- what you're doing here is just making excuses for your bad storytelling <laughs> and not necessarily covering your bases, dog. Like, I... I get what he's trying to do, but he's not doing it well. Yep. The dude's a terrible writer. And people, <laughs> I don't know why people are praising it. I think it's because it's like kind of edgy and it's a little bit dark fantasy. That's That's been the most praise I've seen was that, yeah, it's just edgelord trash, but it's I enjoy it, so I'm going to keep watching it. It's dark fantasy. It's a yeah. power fantasy. You're supposed to want to be the Goblin Slayer. You're supposed to want okay, to be able yeah. to kill all of those goblins. Like I guess that makes sense. It's but... Like I get what having wanting a power fantasy in your book, but do better. Yeah, do fucking better. Uh, the world itself is just standard D and D fair. It's a fucking fantasy world where people have magical powers and they pray to gods and they have a certain amount of times they can use a spell. Yeah, it's just basic shit. And it's not that interesting. People, this is one of the problems that I have with a lot of different communities, but anime does this the worst. People praise mediocrity. Oh, like all it's the time. fucking nothing. Like it's the air they breathe. Like this is mediocre at best. Now, granted, if you've only seen the first episode of the anime, okay. All right, that's fine. There's only one episode. Yeah. They, they they could change up the entire thing and have like 120% less rape. I mean, yes, that is true. They they definitely could change things between the manga and the anime. But the other thing is that the anime, given that we've only seen the first episode, we also don't know how much of the quality is going to be retained to episode two. That's a really common thing because anime... In a similar vein to say like pilots in for American shows, the first episode really matters. And that's like, you know, your pitch, that's where you're going to hook a lot of people, a lot of viewers. So the first episode will tend to get a much higher budget than other preceding or uh, succeeding episodes. And because of that, it's a really common thing for episode two and onward to suck. After a strong episode one. So we'll see what happens with Goblin Slayer throughout the rest. So I will say that the show doesn't look that good as is. So I'm not going to be surprised if the show drops off in quality afterwards. (laughs) Because it's not, it doesn't look great. Yeah, the animation was, it was fine. Yeah. It wasn't horrible or anything, but it also wasn't like jaw dropping at any point. Yeah, exactly, exactly. 
the show sucks. Uh, <laughs> or the manga, the manga sucks. sucks. I don't know how the show's going to turn out. Wait until the end of the season and see how many times people tweet about how many rapes there were in the there show. There were a fucking lot <laughs> in the manga. It almost felt like om- like basically every other issue it was happening oh, or geez. being referenced. Like it, it was absurd. It was. Just, it, I was just like, dog. I, okay, I get it. I get it. You don't have to do this. All right, you like rape? Okay, I guess that's is your it, thing. Is this is this your thing? It's his thing. Okay. Well, yep. see, he's one person whose violence against women is his thing. That's their thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So moving forward to the other manga, uh, talk about a fucking power fantasy. It's called Galaxium. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, it's about these power bracelets that make you invincible to any inorganic uh, contact with the exception of the ground. So you can only punch each other. Yeah, punch and wrestle. Okay, I'm down. And so <laughs> it's it stars like a few random people, but the key figures are in it are like Vladislav Putinov. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh russian prime minister or something and then rasputin is in it of for some reason uh and it involves like the uh do you remember when we shot out those records in the space oh uh voyager maybe and it's it had like those. the uh the man with a bunch of arms on it I don't know. Uh, the Bicentennial. I don't remember yeah, what I the mean. fuck his name is. But it had that guy on it. And they were effectively sent back to Earth. And if you played the record at a certain frequency, it would interact with some substance. And it would uh, like attach itself to your body. Okay. And so they find out that you can't be killed when you're wearing this sort of thing. So basically they create an army of Hmm. super soldiers russia does and they slowly start taking over the world but rasputin's got a trick up his sleeve because he's got his own team of super soldiers oh man whereas the russians are all trunks when he first fought cell uh (laughs) as in they're all swole and gigantic uh the the super soldiers from rasputin just maintain their usual form. Hmm. There's a lot of fucking suplexing in the book. It's, <laughs> so one man uh, suplexes about a hundred guys at okay. one time. Okay. He gets like this giant chain that they pre-buried in the ground. And he manages to wrap it around all 100 dudes. And then he just suplexes them all to death. <laughs> That one was interesting. This sounds amazing. The same man later in the same book uh, is fighting Axe Bogun, uh, who is a f- the Walmart brand of Hulk Hogan. Okay. And he suplexes a building that looks like the CN Tower. <laughs> it was very impressive. This This sounds gratuitous in the best of ways. It is, but it's not. It doesn't go far enough. Okay. It doesn't. It doesn't go far enough. There's a guy who looks like Bruce Lee. Of course, his name's not funny. It's like Lee Yang Lee or something yeah, like that. Whatever. It's not even that good. Uh, there's a lot of shit going on in it. Okay, mostly people wrestling each other or trying to punch out each other's hearts. <laughs> it's really it's fun, but it's not fun enough. I I understand. They uh, on a scale of one to ten, it's sitting at about like a seven eight. 
Okay. When it should be for that type of material, an eleven. Yeah. It should be in the first book. You see Vladislav Putinov chop off a tiger's head with a karate chop, and I was just like, "Oh, yo, this shit's gonna be wild." Yeah, I'm with it. But no, it's okay. not. It doesn't get any. It really doesn't get any crazier. They're only like nine volumes out, I think. But it's it's very okay. Okay. So one thing that I watched that I had been looking forward to for a little bit, I forget the name of it in Japanese, but the translation is basically that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Oh, okay. And uh, it started as a series of light novels and then got adapted into a manga, which then got adapted into an anime coming out this season. And uh, the first two episodes are out and... The concept of it is, on paper, super shitty, but the execution of it is actually very good, and the general concept is, salary man, bit of a loser. Oh, so it's an isekai? It's an isekai. Oh, boy. It's the hottest genre on the market right now i don't know why either most of them are fucking trash most of them most anime is fucking trash this is true but there there are about three or four isekai that i've read that i actually really enjoy uh this is being one of them and uh so celery man virgin loser whatever he plays video games and uh he dies and gets reincarnated into a strange world uh, as a slime. And despite being a slime, he has a bunch of really overpowered abilities. Basically, he can eat things and take on their powers. And that's kind of the setup. And then it's about him trying to, uh, to find his place in the world as a slime that's crazy overpowered. And dude, like the premise of it really doesn't lend itself much to sounding all that great but it's just very well executed and it seems like they're putting a lot of money into the animation and all that so it's actually it looks really good and i i have to recommend it just based on the manga it starts out a little slow though so you know prepare yourself and just buckle in for the uh suspension and disbelief but i like it okay it's okay. cool all right, cool. Uh, one of the things that I watched was, uh, oh, Star Blazer twenty one ninety nine. Oh, that it kicked ass. Okay, uh, it's a space opera about a future Earth that has been decimated by aliens, and another group of aliens sees that we're getting fucked up, and they're just like, "Yo, we got you, fam. Uh, come to my crib." Here's here's what you need to come to my spot and get here. Just come on. All right. And um, so this is basically that Netflix Godzilla series is what you're saying. Kind of. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Uh, it, so they have something on that other planet that'll repair Earth oh, from okay. all the damage that the other aliens had caused. The show follows a ship called the Yamato as it goes from Earth to another star system and back. And it's a it's really well done. There are a lot of good relationships that they show on show on the ship. And it's not one of those shows that's like too anime mm-hmm. to be like good. Yeah. There are a lot of shows that I think that fall in line with too many tropes. 
that just aren't good. <laughs> yeah, when anime becomes a sort of like Ouroboros of like self-referential shit. Yeah. Like a lot of gag animes are just playing on other animes. So you can't get it unless you're really into anime and really like it. And yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. So there's definitely some of the archetypes that are present, the shonen archetype in the main character, as well as uh, the Sundere woman who's just not into the dude at all, yeah. but they end up falling in love at the end, which is like, it's not, it's not terrible the way that they do it. It's okay. just like kind of whatever. Okay. And it's the way that the tone is in the show, it's much closer to something like Gundam, like the UC Universe Gundams, than it is to anything else that I've seen, like any any other anime that's like, it's, it's definitely more serious, but it's handled in a way that's worthwhile. And the animation holds up from episode one to 24. <laughs> Always good. The voice acting is pretty dope. I watch it in English. As you dubs. should. Yeah. Uh, and there aren't any story elements in the show that I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this doesn't make any sense. But like, it's tightly written and it's based off of a uh, Star Blazer Star Battleship Yamato 2199. Oh, okay. Uh, from the 70s yeah so they just took that series which was like 190 episodes and then condensed it down to the 24 that's always nice (laughs) yeah definitely and it it doesn't feel like it was rushed in any way because i feel like in 190 episodes you're doing a lot to fucking stretch that the fuck (laughs) out that's a lot of episodes you're like introducing new characters that are basically the star trek away teams yeah and they're just getting murdered off in every (laughs) single fucking episode of course i could i could be wrong though i don't know how that's i didn't watch it doesn't matter to me but it was great it was great i definitely recommend it to anybody who's into like space operas it's not incredibly Mm action-packed Although there is action in every episode, as you would expect from basically any anime uh, that is action based, but it's it's handled well. It's like a cool. It's a cool show. It's yeah, cool I mean, it. It, it sounds very Gundam esque, especially old Gundam. You know, just the general setup of that. So yeah, don't expect uh, high flying giant robot action all the time. No, just but, sometimes. Yeah, every once in a while. Also, I need to mention that I did watch the follow-up season, 2202, and I'm f- I had to stop watching it. <laughs> uh, this is a major spoiler. Skip ahead about 30 seconds if you don't want to hear it. So one of the, the villain, the main villain from 2199 reappears in 2202 after having been killed twice in, <laughs> in the first season. The first time he comes back to life, uh, it's kind of reasonable. They're like, oh, you had a body double in your place? And he was just like, of course. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. Come on. And then later in the season, like he's he's literally seen being blown up on his ship. And it's I was like, okay, cool. That's the end of him. And then when they brought him back in 2202, I was like, yo, fuck this. And I just turned it off. Yeah, you know, that is that is totally fair. That is totally understandable. Yeah. I, I know I rag on this series basically at any opportunity that I can, but 
but that reminds me of why I stopped watching the uh, show Heroes. Because uh-huh. it started out okay, it was promising, then it got worse, and then they're like, oh yeah, by the way, the main bad guy, he was your half-brother all along. And then I turned it off and never watched another episode. <laughs> Good. Fuck them. They did a lot of weird shit to that show. That People were obsessed show. with it. Obsessed. Looking back, it really was not very good. Yeah. Like, it was It was interesting. You know, we didn't have a whole lot of superhero media back then because this was in, like, what, 06? Yeah. Yeah, so. Remember when they tried to revive it recently? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that went over. That yeah. went over well. But, yeah, no, that show was not good. Basically, at any point, looking back on it. Yeah. Same with Lost. Lost Lost was good, actually, for the first season. And then when they started to, like, stretch it Ugh. because they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Oh, God. Yeah. I, when people get really mad at something being delayed or, like, taking a hiatus, I I, I think people give writers too much credit. <laughs> yeah. Because holy shit, when you have something that is rushed or without direction, oh man, it's bad. Oh man, it's bad. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So, I prepared a little something for you to uh to to uh put you to the fire. Okay, let's do it. So, I got a uh, it's this is two truths, one lie. Okay. Anime edition. Okay. okay. Which is to say, uh, I'm going to tell you three statements. Two of these things will be true. One of them will be a lie. And it is up to you to figure out which one's a lie. Okay. Let's do it. And, you know, at home, play along. Think think closely. And, uh, yeah. This is also a reminder that anime is trash. Yes. First... Studio Ghibli once produced an anime that almost made Miyazaki disown his son. Second, Studio Ghibli produced Nausicaa of the, F- of the Valley of the Wind, intended to be their swan song. And much like Final Fantasy, this ended up being a huge success and revived the studio. And third, Grave of the Fireflies and My Neighbor Totoro were shown as a double feature because people were afraid that audiences would commit suicide after watching Grave of the Fireflies. So, okay, that last one sounds true. (laughs) That last one sounds true. Because it's a different culture. People would kill themselves if the wind blew the wrong way, right? <laughs> that's, that's how Japanese culture works. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I don't know anything about Japanese culture. But I will say, um, I don't think uh, Valley of the Wind revived them. It was one other movie that they did. Think that's a lie? That is the lie. Perfect. And, yeah, so it's basically the... Kind of the exact opposite. Nausicaa wasn't even actually made by Studio Ghibli. It was made by Miyazaki, but it was before Ghibli even existed. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, two truths and a lie? Yeah. The, all right, so the other two are true. Yeah, the other two are true. Well, what movie almost made him disown his son? <laughs> it's uh, it's called uh, Tales from Earthsea, and it was, I forget, it was like an Italian author or French author wrote this book and a lot of people had approached her 
to make it into an animated film because it's this cool fantasy tale. And she eventually said, okay, Studio Ghibli can do it. And um, for whatever reason, the one of the heads of Ghibli was like, oh, Miyazaki's son has been wanting to, to direct a film. We should make him the head of this. And so Miyazaki's like, all right, fine. You can do it, I guess, but it better be good. And it wasn't. It sucked. And Miyazaki's like, motherfucker. Oh, way to ruin the family name, dog. Oh, man. That movie was a fucking mess, too. I only saw bits and pieces of it. But one highlight is that there's a horse that is like the main character's horse. And it dies in a dramatic scene. And then it comes back with no explanation. (laughs) Very strange. Okay. And I'm... Pretty sure they make it a very clear that this is the same horse, oh, and they boy. never talk about it again. How weird! Yeah, so not very well done. Not very well done at all. Next round, round two of Two Truths and a Lie Anime Edition. All right, first, the author of Bastard. That that that's the series. Introduce the authors of Yu Yu Hakusho and Sailor Moon to each other. Eventually leading to their marriage. Number two, Hunter x Hunter has had less than a 30% publishing rate over the last five years. That is to say, like of the weeks that it was supposed to come out, less than 30% have actually been hit. And three, Akira Toriyama, the creator of Dragon Ball, is a notable fan of Hunter x Hunter to the point where Cell draws major inspiration from a very similar character, Meruem. I'm going to say that's the lie. Why is that? Because uh, I wasn't Akira Toriyama. Oh, well, I guess it would have started around the same time. Yeah. Especially, Especially if they the had <laughs> hidden that uh, 30% print rate. Yep. Okay, so the other one is the lie. The That... Not York, the 30%, but... That York shows author and Sailor Moon's authors are married? Yeah. No, it was it was the uh, cell. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Yep, Never were, se- second guess yourself, kid. You were so close. You were so God close. damn it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I forget their names, but yeah, they are, they are indeed married, and neither of them has been working on shit lately, so... Uh, yeah. All right. Fair enough. Hiatus x hiatus. Good. They didn't. They never published it. <laughs> <laughs> and round three. So uh, these are these are series that may or may not exist. First, a high school student dies and is reincarnated as a magical hot spring, where hot women bathe in the water and are healed of their in- injuries. Two, a salary man dies and is reincarnated as a slime. He then takes on the form of a, of a high school girl. And three, a high school girl dies and wakes up as a black man living in the United States in what is easily the most out of touch and insensitive manga ever written. Dog, I, <laughs> the reincarnated as a slime to be reincarnated as a woman thing. I think that's the lie. No, no. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad it is not the one that is a lie. Oh shit! Uh, then I'd guess the first one. 
Oh, nope, yeah. that one's real too. Okay, well, so the the one where she's a black one, he she's a black man, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, no, so in in the slime in the slime manga anime, it is one of the turns that I mean, it's kind of inconsequential to the story, but yeah, he decides that for his human form, he's going to be a young girl. Of course, there is a setup for that. There is reasoning behind it, but. Yeah, it's kind of pointless to me. There's no reason why he has to be a young girl. He show, he covers his face most of the time anyway. It's stupid. Okay. Yeah. Well, and so. the hot springs fucking exists. Oh jeez. It's all just a it's just a fan service manga. Okay. And uh yeah. So my question is like if it's fan service which is near nudity? Oh no, it's nudity. Oh, okay. Yeah. All it's right. but it's not Sex? Well, I haven't actually read it because the concept of it is too stupid for me. But like uh, the the bits I've read about it, I highly doubt they would stray shy away from nudity. But I don't think there's any sex per se, or you know, if it's orgasming, it's because it, the hot springs feel so good. Oh, it's uh. inside me. <laughs> oh, this water is getting in every crevice. Oh, Wow. Wow. Anime is the worst. Yeah, it is. It's fucking terrible. Anime is the worst, but you know what I'm glad doesn't exist? (laughs) Shit, maybe it does. But a manga about a little girl being reincarnated as a black man in the United States. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could see that existing. I totally could. Yeah. The the most ridiculous of those three was the hot tub one, hot spring one. That one was absurd. (laughs) Holy shit. Okay. Yep. Check out the Patreon. Uh, there's a lot of stuff on there. A lot of it's outtakes and different types of things like that. But we're starting to ramp up on night schools and outtakes and things of that nature. So if you want to hear the Invincible comic book explained or Kingdom Hearts explained, we've got both of those up on the Patreon. And I will be starting Fast and the Furious soon enough. Yeah, I'm going to do a little short explainer series on Fast and, Fast and the Furious, and it's going to be uh, kind of an exploration of car culture back then, uh-huh. and uh, as well as talking about the movies. The movies are going to be the main focus, but there are going to be a lot of steep asides uh, me talking about magazines that I used to read. Oh man, uh, Importo Chuna. Ooh, that one was fire. Import Tuner. Uh, yeah. That was that was that shit right there. Uh, there was this European uh, based one, but yeah, there were a lot of good times were had back in the days. Yeah, um, yeah. So that'll be up on the Patreon starting, I guess, like Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. Should be fun. I, I haven't decided when yet. Uh, <laughs> As you may have noticed, uh, we're definitely lacking a guest this week. Yep. And uh, no, the scheduling conflict came up. Uh, I don't know if or when we'll have uh, that person on in the future. Uh, but you know what? You got a short episode this week. It happens. Yeah. I mean, this one, a little bit of a whiff. Yeah. Uh, we talked about anime. We talked about anime. Yeah, we did. We did. Uh I'm feeling a little bit under the weather. That's why I got to pull the plug early. Uh, some, yeah, some issues, <laughs> some issues came up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening to this week's edition of real nerd hours. 
I've been Denzel. I've been Chet. And you can follow the show on Twitter at XRealNerdHours. You can follow me on Twitter at ThatDenzel. You can follow Chet on Twitter at... BushidoBrownSD. Excellent. You can uh, join us on the subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash RealNerdHours. Where we didn't take questions because we were supposed to have a guest. But hey, you know <laughs> here what? we are. Yeah, yeah. Well, it happens. Um, you can like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Real Nerd Hours Podcast and groups slash Real Nerd Hours Podcast. And you can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash Real Nerd Hours. Thanks for listening to this episode, and we'll see you next Thursday. Y'all have a good night.